Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Ascended Radio, and I am your grateful host, Jessica Spencer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's been a long time, several months since I've done the show, so I'm very grateful to be back. And uh, I'll get into a little bit of why I came back uh, once I explain the title of today's show, which might kind of explain why I came back to you if you're one of these people like myself that's committed to waking up and who's waking up now. Um, and, and maybe, you know, you might be one of those people that never fell asleep. I feel like I never fully fell asleep. Um, there was a moment in time when I was a kid that I remember just saying, you know, you have to retain your, your innocence and that's okay. So for people that know me, I'm extremely silly and I always have been. And I remember kind of thinking, do I have to transition into or questioning? Should I transition into adulthood? And I remember being a teenager thinking, you know, maybe you should kind of put that away. Maybe people won't, you know, take you as seriously. And I made a conscious decision to maintain that innocence and that laughter and that ability to make people laugh. And that's kind of my icebreaker. Um, because sometimes, you know, I'm about five foot eight and I don't, I don't think I look intimidating at all. I kind of have a pleasant demeanor. I think, you know, people would say that about me, but you know, you have your days when you're just kind of glaring off. And so for me, I like to have a welcoming sense of humor, um, that kind of eases any, any tension that you might have in your day that you could be projecting onto me. That's just what I do. And so I don't feel like I was ever fully asleep. I always had questions. I was never fully indoctrinated into any religion, not that there's anything wrong with that, but it is time to evolve out of that and to find our own direct connection, I feel, uh, to the source, whether you call that God or the creator um, or Allah or Jehovah, whatever it is, if you're not evolving every day, if you're not bringing joy every day to someone's life or to your own life, if you're not feeling peaceful, if you don't know how to tap into that sense of peace within you, then it's time to go deeper. And you don't want to, I said this a lot on the show, I've been doing the show for I think almost four years now. Um, You know, you don't want to keep thinking the same thoughts. You don't want to keep reading the same Bible, the same text for 2,000 years. You have to evolve into something more beyond that. And I'm beginning to think, or I do think that, you know, we're socialized to stay asleep. So that means all the indoctrination through schools and through the political system and through religion has definitely kept us asleep and kept us in a sense of stagnation. And uh, you almost feel bad for questioning. You're, you're condemned for questioning. And I always retain that innocence, that childlike innocence. When you're a kid, you question everything. You know, you kind of drive your parents crazy because you're constantly like, why? But why? You know, and then as an adult, you know, you you live in your ego and you don't want to let people know that I don't know this, right? You, you're you kind of taught to be less inquisitive. And I feel like, you know, that's why a lot of creative people, I'm a Pisces, I'm very, I'm, I'm creative. I'm not going to say that I'm a, a master artist at any one particular art. I can paint a little bit. Um, I can write, you know, I do a little bit of, of this and that that comes naturally to me because it's just kind of just my way of expressing um, and being present in a weird way. Um, but so, you know, that's part of my childlike, uh, nature that I retained, you know, when you're a child, you feel like you can do anything before your parents tell you you can't, because then they're projecting onto you what their, you know, 30 years or 40 years or 20 years, whatever it is of life projected onto them and what their parents told them their limitations would be, right? 
So we are breaking free of that. And the line in the sand has been drawn. And doesn't it feel like a line has been drawn in the sand and that perhaps you found yourself on one side and some of those you love the dearest, the most, on the other side of of that line? Doesn't it feel that not only has the line been drawn, but that it's been drawn with a permanent marker that things will never be the same because of, right? And that's because it has. You know, if you, I mean, I know that we've been indoctrinated to kind of, um, it's like those muscles that you don't use. You know, they, they get flabby, you lose them. And then when you develop them, you feel like you're, you're stronger in your stance, your stature is changing, you feel like you could run, you can sprint at a moment's whim, right? But when you, when you don't and you're stagnant and you don't exercise those muscles, you lose them. And so we live in a society that really doesn't want you to exercise. It can, it, it's, it's almost as if like we can exercise our physical muscles, right, and we'll put that on us because it's a surface level kind of um, only ego-centered uh, way of viewing the body, Right, so we can kind of give you all these ways that you need to look better, you know, physically. But as far as emotionally and spiritually and mentally, uh, our society is completely the opposite as far as supporting healing and supporting empowerment. Um, we just kind of have gotten, have given our power away. Um, we don't think for ourselves whether we've given our power away to ministers, where our parents. Uh, our, our coworkers, our managers, you know, our doctors. Again, we have to kind of get back to that childlike nature where we ask why. You know, I want to know why you're prescribing this, you know, and I want to understand what's in it, why. You know, why are those ingredients in it and what do those ingredients do to my body, right? No, I want to know why, you know, I'm paying this much in taxes. I want to know where all of it is going and why it's going where it's going, right? I want to know why I'm studying this in school when you know, this other document that was created before it is saying something contrary. Why are you still teaching that, you know, Columbus discovered America and we all know he did not and there were other people here, right? So we want to know all of those things and um, and we want to do that through retaining our childlike nature, uh, you know, that that's innately within us. It's not even like, you know, this is a hard task because it's within you and you can go there at any moment. You can be in traffic and go inward. You can be at home and go inward. It can be noisy and kids can be around and you can train yourself to go inward. That's why a lot of people, you know, uh, recommend meditation, not just because of, you know, all of the information and and wisdom that you can gain from it because you are tapping in and, and connected to the divine, but because you're training yourself how to be still and how to be quiet. And that's something that you can always, always tap into because you're exercising that muscle, because you're telling yourself, now, I've done it. I know that I can go to a place that's quiet. I know that I can go to a place that is peaceful, no matter where I am and what moment in life I am experiencing. So, I mean, you can take that into work. You can take that into relationships. You can always get centered again, and you can go back to that peaceful place. So, again, we're going to go back to the title of the show because I just went off on a tangent. But the line in the sand has been drawn, and that's what had me really want to do the show again. And I don't even think it was me. I was at my 9-to-5 job, which I'm leaving <laughs> soon. Um, but I was there, and I it just came to me, like, it's time to do the show again. It's been several months. And I thought, you know, 
that I was done with the show, that I kind of wanted to move on to different things. And I didn't know that it was really just a, a hiatus. And maybe um, it was a, a hiatus until we reached kind of a critical mass, you know, where collectively enough of us were waking up that this was needed again. And, of course, there's, there's all kinds of resources uh, that I like to share that I listen to. Of course, Matt Kahn, uh, I even say Dick Gregory, and he says some very harsh things, but he has some insightful information as well. Um, I would say the, the galactic historian, Andrew Bartzis, um, those are people that I listen to still on a regular basis because they resonate with me. And for some of it, you kind of have to um, kind of just evolve within, your, within yourself to be able to accept some of the things that you're hearing and concepts. Because a lot of it, you know, 10 years ago, I couldn't be with it. It wouldn't have resonated with me because I would have been in fear about um, some of the things that are said about maybe different off-world species or different beings that exist or um, just things that I would have thought, you know, were scary. But now, you know, we have other tools that, we, that we're utilizing, we're sharpening, we're exercising, and that we're, we're using, we're delving into. So we're breaking free from, I guess, the, the, the mental uh, matrix that we've been in, right? And we're kind of becoming more single-minded or, or, you know, our vision, our scope of vision is becoming more narrow, which has our, experiencing be, our experiences be more expanded. Um, because we are in a multiverse and a lot of things are going on and we can catch glimpses of what's going on if we tap in and we ask to see it. You know, we, a lot of people are afraid to know and we have to want to know because the line in the sand has been drawn. And either you want to be awake, not even want to anymore. That's already over. You know, either you're awake or you're not. And you're experiencing life differently based on which choice you've made. It's like the red or the green pill. And it's literally that's the line in the sand. And I'm watching it. And it's, it's shocking to your system, right? Because you're, you're seeing all of the things that we've been uh, teaching and, and being taught. Uh, you're seeing it happen. And it's incredible. Um, and, and, and I can see how, you know, if you're not if you still have some fear in you, how it could also seem a little scary, but as long as you just keep moving past it, uh, it it'll dissipate. It's like what Michael Bernard Beckwith once said, is, is that fearlessness is not being without fear. It's having fear and moving beyond it anyway, doing what you were going to do anyway, despite the fear. And that's what I've been doing, you know, for the past couple of years is just saying yes to everything that comes up. And to my experience, that that, that feels in, vi- in vibrational alignment with my with what what I've been committed to doing as far as waking up, right? So if it pops up, yes, and it's only popping up into my experience because I said I only want things that are in vibrational alignment with myself and where I where I see myself to pop up. So they pop up, and I say yes, um, and so it just takes me down different paths that I know are for my greatest good, and so things different things have opened up had opportunity to work with a local nonprofit uh, community-based radio station, KPFK 90.7, went to a broadcasting school there. I also, so I got certified in that, and then also my real estate license this year and working as an advocate for uh, people to be able to uh, get that if they want to, Um, but to tell the truth about it, right, (laughs) which is a a different concept. So the world is in chaos right now, right, or it's it's seeming like it is, right? And and you might seem or feel at peace. There's a a calmness 
in your inner world, even though the outer world is seemingly in chaos, right? It's like the world's rearranging itself. And so, you know, it's just like a birthing pain, right? So there's a line on the physical world that seems to have been drawn on grounds of surface-level illusions like age or race or sex or class or political parties. That's what the line looks like in the physical world. And, again, I say looks in uh, quotation marks because looking is a physical uh, third-dimensional sense, right? It's one one of your senses. But the line is much deeper than anything that the physical senses could identify with. Okay, so the line in the sand that's been drawn is deeper than anything the physical senses could identify with or at. The line has been drawn in consciousness and awareness and awakeness, right? I don't know if that's a word, but I'm going to say it because words are made up anyway, right? So you can't see it. You can only feel it. I mean, there's people that are not seemingly awake that are feeling it, you know, there's people that are asleep that are feeling it um, because it's happening no matter what. The line was drawn, that's past tense. It's not being drawn. It's not, you know, drawing. It's been drawn, right? So you're seeing the repercussions of it right now. What does the world look like when a line has been drawn, right, of, you know, those that have chosen to wake up and those that have chosen to remain asleep, and not that one is right or wrong or better than. It's just different levels of experiences and what you are ready for on a cellular level. And some of us are, you know, have been ready, but there's a fear there that's keeping us stagnant and that is then contributing to the chaos. But the chaos is experiencing on an individual level that is making up the collective. So, like I said, you can be just as you can be in a room full of chaos and you can find that inner peace, you know, there's going to be people that can be in a room full of peace and only find chaos and only see the chaotic of thought. That's what they're going to experience. So, you know, they can be focused on what shoes someone's wearing and, and then go into resentment that, you know, that person has seemingly better shoes than they have or, you know, you know, they can go into thinking this person looks like their mother and then go into feelings of grief, grief about their mother or resentment about that relationship. So instead of, you know, being in that sweet spot and being staying connected and present, they bring the chaos to the peace. But the people around them, they're in awareness of the peace that are collectively and individually consciously participating in peace right? They're not going to be moved by it. Only the person that is perceiving the chaos is going to experience the chaos. And that's what we're seeing right now. And that's the line in the sand that's been drawn. You know, you are going to be, it's almost like, you know, what they say in Revelations, right? You're going to have two people laying in a bed and one person, uh, one person in the couple, you know, might be taken and the other one might be there, you know, still in bed. Um, It's a level of consciousness. You know, one of your friends might be experiencing heartbreak and the other friend might be just lost their job and the other friend uh, might be really ill and you are kind of thriving and you almost feel like your body almost wants to go back into the 3D world of, of guilt, right? Where you feel like, well, I shouldn't be happy if everybody else around me is miserable. Um, but no, you, your happiness is what's going to assist them um, in waking up and you're going to be that example for them of what is possible if they want to. Um, if they don't, 
Because a lot of people, you know, have to kind of get real with what they really want to experience. And some people want to experience abuse. It's not, you know, uh, PC to say it, but it's true. I've seen it. You can see it with, you know, people's actions. Some people want to experience despair. Some people want to experience those things because it's comfortable. It's what they know. Um, or for whatever reason. And some people, you know, want to experience abundance and some people don't. We're, we're all here. We're unique beings. We don't need to know everything about the reasons why or to say that it's better or not. Um, but where we're at, the planet um, is, has reached a critical mass where we're not going to be able to sustain ourselves without this particular experience of waking up. So, I mean, choosing is, like I said, it's kind of over. That choice I mean, you can perpetually make that, that choice, um, but it's going to take an active role in that choice. Because, you know, like I said, for some people, that choice was made when they were kids. So now, you know, 30 years later, you know, 20-something years later, um, you have kids that are coming in that are fully awake and never went to sleep. So you have to kind of look at what you are choosing by what you're experiencing around you. And you can know, like, which line did I choose to cross? You know, and of course, you can choose in any moment because there's, you know, the past, present, and future all happening at once to jump into an experience that is, that did choose awakening. You just have to be willing to move past that fear. You know, we, so many people want to be comfortable. You know, we're comfortable in, in a job that we hate. We're comfortable um, for some reason paying taxes. We don't know where they go. Um, we're comfortable paying, you know, to park on streets um, when indigenous people know that you can't even own the earth, right? But we've, we've bottled it up and sold it to one another, right? Um, so you just have to, you know, what is it that I'm, that I'm choosing to experience by my focus? You know, am I in a room of chaos and choosing peace? Or am I in a room of peace and choosing chaos? And uh, you can tell. I mean, you'll be able to see. You might feel miserable and it's spilling over. You know, I've had to, to lose some friends that I knew I would, but I thought, I was hoping that they would be people that were kind of extended and wouldn't really hurt, you know. But there's been some shockers, um, and that's okay, you know. It's just we can't spend too much time on it. We know that it's going to happen. The line in the sand has been drawn. So there, there are no shortcuts, you know, any longer. You have to do this on your own. You have to choose, you know. You just do, and, and it's, it's not hard work. You know, it's not hard work, it's deep work. It's not hard work, it's deep work. You know, it's, it's being willing to allow things to come up to the surface to be healed. You know, things that you may not want to experience, right? They're here anyway. You're experiencing them anyway. So... It's just what it is. It's just being present. Um, it's being present to your to your dreams. It's being present to synchronicities that are happening. Point your attention there. You know, asphyxiate your your attention uh, there. Um, and those sweet spots, those sweet spots that feel peaceful. You know, and those memories you may have to tap into at some points if you feel like, man, I don't even know the last time I smiled. You know, use your memory as a tool. You don't have a memory for no reason. Everything has purpose. You know, use your memory like a movie. 
you know, that puts you in a happy place, that puts you in a peaceful place. Project onto the screen of your mind a moment in time when you felt at peace and, and go there in any moment that you observe yourself being chaos in a room full of peace, right? And you don't have to have a sense of anxiety right now um, because, I, you know, I can see that you might feel that way. And everything that I say on the show is always things that I um, perceive or experience or that I wonder about myself. It's a very authentic show in that way. Um, so you don't have to be anxious about the changes that are taking place. Um, but there can be an acceptance of the falling away of what no longer serves us. We've been hearing that for a really long time, but we have to be willing to let go of those friends, of those relationships, of those family members right now. It's like going to war with yourself, you know, your old self, and just really saying, you know, I'm not going to put up the white flag. I'm going to kick your butt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, you no longer serve me, so I'm going to let you go. You know, don't spend too much time on that battlefield. Just, all right, I'm going to go in this direction now because I no longer need to be in this particular area, right? I, I no longer need to be here. It's been uh, fought. You know, I, I, I won that victory over my ego, over fear, over uh, regret, over guilt. Um, I've, I've won that. And so I don't need to stay on this battlefield. I don't need to continue to dig up graves of my past, memories that no longer serve me, of people uh, that no longer serve me. I don't need to judge them or judge myself for, you know, fighting that battle. It's fought. It's won. It's over. Now I've moved on. You know, now I've evolved on. Now I'm on on to greener pastures, right? Um, So, again, you want to be that place of peace and a room full of chaos until there is no chaos, until everything is peace. And that is possible. You just have to know it, right? Because, again, the line in the sand was drawn. It's already been drawn. Already been drawn. You know, and you might have missed the bus, but it doesn't matter. It's already been drawn. It's it's just it is what it is, right? Um, And you can tap in and find out which side of the line you jumped on, and again, go back to that point of choosing that you subconsciously chose. Maybe you chose it when a parent left, you know, um, and you were raised by a single parent. Maybe it was when your parents got a divorce, or maybe it was when you were in an abusive relationship, or maybe it's when you got a C on your first report card and you started to lose faith. But go back to that moment in time and re-choose. And then allow it to collapse in on itself and be in the present moment. You know, be that peace and then move full of chaos until the chaos dissipates. Because all you see and all you experience is the peace. So all of the tools, practices, and all of the studying that we've all been doing is exploding through us right now. And so we're doing things that we, we never thought we could do. Realities are blurring and reemerging. Gifts are resurfacing. Dreams are more real and powerful. And we submit to what we knew, you know, this was to be, but it doesn't have to be a shock to our system. So we can submit to, to what's going on and to waking up and, and, and commit to it, right? But we don't have to be shocked, um, even though it, does, it is surprising, right? Some of the things that you're experiencing, you're like, wow, it's, it's reconfirmation of everything that, you know, from, from the spiritual to the conspiracy, it's almost like emerging to the conspiracy theorists, right? A lot of it is emerging. And for some people, I've seen 
you know, and I get excited when I feel like, oh, my God, I have a friend that, that got it. Um, and I've seen people that will get it on one level, like uh, they'll get it maybe politically what's going on in that aspect of the world and that things aren't what they seem. But because they haven't balanced that with like a spiritual practice or they haven't gone as deeply into that as they have into the darker side of things, they're kind of getting miserable and they're missing it in that way because there's no balance. They're not um, just as much looking into the things that are lighter and that are more peaceful. So their, their attention is focused on the chaos, right? And then they don't have the spiritual tool to raise that chaos to a higher vibrational frequency because we have the ability to do that. But you don't know that if you have been indoctrinated and you haven't healed that part of you that gave your power away over to a religion, which is an, a man-made institution, right, that's been corrupted, we can, that's not, you know, there's nothing to debate about that anymore, people. You know, let's not debate about things that are obvious, okay? Um, we have to then find, you know, that area within us that is true, that, that does resonate with truth, that is connected to the divine, to the true energy of the creator, Right? Um, to the creator within us, you know, we have to know that we manifest and then, um, and want to know, you know, how to do it consciously. Um, so we have to balance those things as we start to learn. Also balance, you know, okay, I'm learning a lot spiritually. You know, I'm, I'm really delving in, I'm reading all these books, I'm doing all these different spiritual practices. And then we also have to bring that out into the world of chaos. You know, we have to, there's times where I'm like, oh, my God, I just want to shut the door and never look outside. But that's not what we're here for. We're here to be in the world, not of the world. So you have to balance it out, you know, the, the learning with action and the learning with action, meaning it could just be speaking. It could be having a, a show. It could be writing. It could be a blog. It could be talking to, you know, people that you resonate with. It could be complimenting them, but just some sort of an action that's, actually reflecting what it is that you're learning until it embodies you, becomes you, where people are now drawn into your field because they can, they can on some level, um, resonate with it. And they may not even know why. And then, you know, sometimes you'll start attracting people you don't really want to attract, you know, that have some sort of issue going on. I know for me, you know, um, I kind of, you know, I have to evolve out of that myself because I'll see people fall really deeply into depression and sometimes I just have to love them from afar, you know, and I'll, you know, cause, cause for me, I get drained and, you know, I'll try as much as I can to give everything that I can. And then I have to, you know, you have to have those boundaries where you're like, listen, you know, it's time right now. The line of the sand is drawn and you are free to choose what you want to experience, but I can't give you the energy that I need to go on on this side that I need to live my purpose with. You know, I can no longer feed that energy into uh, bottomless pits of, of people that are not whole because we all have free will and it's okay for you to not be whole, but it's not okay to take someone else's energy or to manipulate someone else's energy to fill what it is that you are, you feel that you're lacking. Again, go back to that moment, you know, in time when you feel that that first happened, that you started to deplete, deplete your own energy. Maybe you were that source for somebody else and you gave too much until you were drained. So there's nothing wrong with it per se, right? It's just to take responsibility to then fill that that hole so that you're not taking from someone else. And now we're out of balance. That's that's the karmic 
uh, cycle here. We want to be in balance. We want to be in wholeness. And there are no shortcuts. There's no way around it other than to use your own energy to, to harness it, to anchor it, and to just slowly, you know, you don't have to do it all at one time, but just say yes. You know, talk to your spirit guides, to your angels, to, to God, you know, the universe, whatever you call it, the creator, and just say, I'm ready. And fully, you know, I'm ready. You know, I don't know how, but I know that I'm committed and I'm ready to waking up, to, to facing, you know, that emptiness that, and, and, and going back to that moment in time when it happened, facing it, releasing it, and, you know, allowing it to be finally healed so that I don't continue to bring other people into that experience, so that I'm not out of alignment, so that I'm not out of balance, and I can experience this awakening as well. And because it's happening no matter what, but you want to consciously participate in it. And it can just be a word, yes. You know, yes. And then finish that sentence, yes, I want to consciously participate in my own awakening and awakening of the planet. You know, and then add to that and, and to the connectivity to all and to the awareness that we are all one. I want to, you know, just keep adding to that sentence of light, right? And then keep speaking it. That's what an affirmation is until you don't have to speak it anymore. You're just living it. So, again, the line and the stand is drawn. You can draw that line as big as you want, as deep as you want, but it's, it's been drawn. And you can go back and you can, you can move forward. You can go back and you can move forward. And you can stay where you are and move forward but definitely continue to grow, to expand, move upward and outward, and let's contribute to the betterment of this planet. So I'm going to come back. We're going to do shows as long as, you know, I feel called to do so, and I'm going to share. I'm going to have other guests on the show like I did before, some authors. Jason Lincoln Jeffries is going to come back on the show. I'm going to try and pull my friend and medium Joey Parker up, and we're going to have some good people on here. I'm going to talk and just you know, whatever I'm feeling for the week, we have the elections coming up. I'm going to kind of try and tap into some energy there and uh, see what we can do to balance that out. So thank you for listening to Ascended Radio, where we are authentically becoming our divine selves.